Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of the Transfix Take Podcast. It's our weekly market update, keeping you miles ahead in all things freight. Each week, we deliver news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers from Justin Mays, our market expert. All right, Mays, great to be with you, and happy March. Hey, Jenny, great to be with you another week as we round out February and head into March. Oh, yeah, and we have got a lot to cover, so let's get into it, Mays. What do we see? Freight markets continued to build on weeks of relative calm, but February ended with plenty of head-making news that could have future issues for the U.S. supply chains. Fortunately, the U.S. truckload market did not see a lot of additional disruptions last week, and national tender volume has actually started to slowly decline, though still at relatively high levels. The same week in 2021 saw volumes, rejections, and rates jump. After effects of the February polar vortex wreaked havoc on supply chains and set the stage for 2021 freight market. And last week, parts of Texas actually experienced that deja vu. Another winter storm brought freezing temperatures and capacity issues with weather stopping trucks in their tracks and even causing some facilities to close. Thankfully, this was short-lived, but it still increased tender rejections in the South pushing rates higher toward the end of the week. That's right, and we'll continue to experience that tightness in the beginning of this week as the end of the month pushes on top of the tightness that we already had in the first place. The West and Midwest market volume declined 4.3% and 7.7% respectively during the last month. Capacity continues to move in shippers' favor in the West, but the Midwest has become a battle of pricing power between shippers and carriers. Even as capacity loosens in the region, tender rejections have actually risen and rates have stayed relatively flat. Again, weather is the culprit with winter storms disrupting capacity again last week in the Midwest. Thankfully this week, it is looking clear and hopefully we are not talking about any additional winter storms. We hope so, Maze, but there's already talks of wintry weather and some snow that could be out in the Northern Plains to the Great Lakes and the Northeast on the first couple of days of March. So we're gonna keep a close eye on it, but what else have we got? In the coastal and northeastern states, truckload capacity is moving in carriers' favor even more, with imports bringing more demand to these markets. We are nearing produce season, so it's likely we will start seeing the same tightness spread throughout the entire southeast and south. For now, shippers are still seeing capacity in a better position than they saw throughout January. But shippers need to start preparing for produce season to take off. This week, markets likely will continue to remain calm. Shippers should start having more pricing power as long as weather doesn't rain on their parade. Coastal and southern regions probably will not see much easing before going into produce season, but again, they are still in a better condition now than they were throughout the month of January. And you know what, Maze? All has been quiet on the port front for the West Coast, but something tells me that is not the case. So why don't you give us your take on what's going on? All because the West Coast is now out of the mainstream news, that does not mean congestion there is done disrupting U.S. supply chains. U.S. imports may have declined through February, but inbound TEUs and shipments are on the rise as March arrives. Many ships are diverting to the East Coast, and the influx of shipments there have brought truck capacity crunches for the coastal Northeast truckload markets as we've mentioned before. These markets will continue to be tight as more volume is pumped in by these ships diverting the West Coast to the East. As the number of ships waiting off the west coast in San Pedro Bay lower, the opposite is happening on the east coast in southern ports. 
In February, the Port of Charleston saw up to 31 container ships anchored offshore and the average container dwell time increased 37% year over year. And Maze, if you recall, this is exactly how this started out on the West Coast. We started to see that incremental increase week over week, and then all of a sudden things blew up. So tell us where it's happening on the East Coast. It's not just in the Port of Charleston, but also New York, New Jersey, Houston, Mobile, and ports throughout the coastal region that are seeing more imports and congestion occurring, which is directly, you know, transferring over to the truckload capacity. Great. So we've discussed the locality and the state of freight. What are we thinking in terms of how some of these headlines that are out right now are going to affect the supply chain? There are definitely two headlines out there that could potentially have further impacts on the U.S. supply chain. Two potential disruptors hover over the U.S. supply chain. The first threat is fully domestic as we watch a trucker convoy on its way to Washington, D.C. to protest the COVID mandates. The convoy has gained steam and is planning to arrive in its destination right around March 5th. We expect the impact of this convoy will be limited in terms of displaced capacity directly involved in the convoy, but it could have a greater effect if major arteries for freight are closed. It remains to be unseen what the full impacts of the Russian invasion on Ukraine will be to the U.S. supply chain. And of course, it's something that'll stay top of mind for us, and we'll report back if there are any changes that directly impact the supply chain and the freight world around us. Other than that, we'll see you next week with an all-new episode. Drive safely. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix Incorporated or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Incorporated, nor its affiliates, nor the companies with which such participants are affiliated, warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change. Mm -hmm.